Hey guys, I'm your host Mark Lynch and you're listening to another episode of the Unbreakable Mind Podcast where we explore what makes for a truly unbreakable mind that will put you within reach of your biggest goals. So let's get after it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Unbreakable Mind Podcast. This is your host, Mark Lynch, and I am thrilled to have you back for another 20 minutes today. I cannot wait to get into today's episode. And you know what? Our topic is right there in the title. It is what separates winners from losers in the modern world. Now, let's get it out of the way right at the start that there are a lot of things that separate the top 1% in our world from everybody else. Now, some of that's just luck, some of it's skill, some of it's knowledge. But what matters most here is that there are tons of things that separate these groups of people, so we can't possibly cover every single thing that separates winners from losers in our modern world. But What I can help you with today is identifying one of the biggest things that I've seen consistently that highly productive and high performers do on a regular basis that allows them to be successful more so than other people in our world. And one of the biggest things here is that I have noticed that effective people, highly productive people, those people who we might identify as winners, have perfected their decision-making processes. And what I mean by that is that they know how to make decisions that allow them to achieve the goals. And this involves a significant degree of self-honesty. And that could revolve around simply being able to engage in something like proper self-reflection. A lot of people, you'd be surprised how many people cannot engage in proper self-reflection or can and then don't do it on a regular basis. But winners do it on a regular basis because they know that through that self-reflection, through forcing them to analyze their efforts, that's where they're going to identify lessons that they can take away and use to grow on a personal and professional level. And doing this really helps them to effectively analyze the efforts that they are putting in towards whatever their goal might be at that time. Because when you can effectively analyze your efforts and where your strengths are at this moment and where your flaws and shortcomings are in this moment, you put yourself ahead of the vast majority of people. That simple step puts you ahead of the vast majority of people. Because you know what? It is not an easy thing to admit that you suck at something. It's not an easy thing to admit that you're not good at something in some circumstances, especially if that thing is something that you want to be good at or something that is crucial to achieving whatever goal that you've identified with at this time. Successful people, they know how to engage in this reflection. They know that it is important to identify their strengths and weaknesses because by doing that, they identify areas for growth. They identify areas for further improvement. Maybe even if that area is already one of their strengths, they can reflect on it and then identify how they can take it a step further. 
This is what successful people do and is what the winners of our modern world are doing right now. They're engaging in self-reflection. They're effectively analyzing the efforts they're putting. They're not sitting at home on Netflix or playing video games every afternoon when they finish their nine to five and then questioning at the end of the week why they're not making any progress. No, they can sit down and be honest with themselves and say, you know what? I might have a nine to five, but that leaves me with eight hours, eight whole hours that I could be working on something else, being productive in other areas of my life. And if I am not productive in those eight hours, at least some of it, I'm not saying you have to use all eight hours from the time, the moment you wake up, the moment you sleep, all that time throughout the day, your nine to five, those extra eight hours you have after that to be productive, just a little bit of it. You can't question if you're not getting anywhere, if you're not putting in more than the average person. And successful people, the winners of our world, understand that. And following this, when they arrive at an answer, they don't go and say to themselves, oh, you know what, I watched Netflix every evening this week because I was tired after work. I was busy with my kids or I was busy with my family. I had not a minute extra to spare. They don't go about making excuses for their lack of progress. They don't blame anyone else for their lack of progress. They blame themselves. And on top of that, they don't expect to be a success overnight. I've got a lot of people coming to me talking about social media influencing lately, and they'll ask, I've put out a few posts, why am I not getting any traction? I just look and they've got like 10, 10, 20 posts. And I'm like, well, it takes time. It's not something that happens quickly. Decision making and the ability to stick with things long term. These are things that winners do effectively. Winners don't make excuses. They've refined that thought process. They've refined their decision-making process that allows them to achieve the goal that they've set out on. And they know how to accept accountability when their efforts are poor, to take responsibility, because that's the first step to fixing the issues that they're having. But unfortunately, the vast majority of people do not care enough to do this or aren't disciplined enough to do this. Now, you're listening to this podcast, so I'm hoping that you're not one of those people. I'm hoping that you're willing to put in the effort to kind of refine your decision-making process, to put in the effort to developing your self-reflection, your ability to be honest with yourself and make those tough judgments, identifying areas where you could improve, where your flaws are, where your strengths are, I hope you're willing to put in that kind of effort because the vast majority of people are not. And I guarantee you know a lot of those people. The average person in our world, unfortunately, is just not cut out to be a winner. They're not cut out to be the top 5-10%. So most people you know might not act this way. And it's because they aren't cut out to be a winner relative to the area you're living in. They're one of the people that are comfortable making those excuses that we just talked about, that I listed above, like that Netflix, because you're tired after your, your work day. These are the people that are making excuses, and they're not going to get very far. Sure, they might, attain, they might obtain an average lifestyle, but you're not listening to this podcast because you want to be average. You're here because you want to be something more. You want to learn what it takes to be something more. So something that I want you to strive to stop doing, something that I give advice to people on on a regular 
a regular basis is that I want you to stop playing that victim card. I want you to stop playing the victim card continually because that's what a lot of people do. They'll say, oh, woe is me. Everyone's out to get me. That's why I'm not successful. These people are never at fault for anything bad that happens in their life or in their work with their family. They're never at fault because they play the victim card continually saying that things are happening to them all the time and that they have no control over it. That's not how winners act. Winners act like they have control and they will take action even when, well, their control over a situation is limited. You know what? I truly, in my opinion, I think it's absolutely delusional to think that you could never be at fault for anything in your life. That's absolutely stupid to think that you would never make a mistake, that you're never at fault for any of your failings, that someone else is always to blame. That's delusional. That is avoiding responsibility because for some reason, you feel a need to protect your own fragile ego. And that's what it shows me. It shows me that you have a fragile ego if you can't accept accountability for something going wrong in your life. And that's a lack of mental toughness and discipline that is going to hold you back. You're not going to be able to succeed towards any significant goal without beginning to develop those skills of mental toughness and discipline. So think about that for a second. Does that sound like anybody that you know right now? Because if it does, I would highly advise that you consider how you are interacting with this person right now. Now, I want to be very, very clear here. I'm not saying stop seeing them. I'm not saying unfriend them on Facebook. I don't think it's right to ever just outright drop a friend with no reason other than some guy on the internet said to do so. That would be stupid on your end because I think friends are incredibly important. But if there is a friend who fits this profile, I would certainly advise you to think about how you let this person influence your decisions, your behavior, and your overall life because if you let their insecurities or their mentalities infect your decisions, it might end up holding you back. So you can absolutely hang out with this person and spend time with them if you want to. But be sure that your decision and your behavior and your actions are your own. Because that will make sure that you don't, alongside them, begin playing that victim card on a regular basis. You do not want to fall into that mentality. But this could even describe you. Maybe you're the one playing the victim card right now. And you know what? If you can admit that right now after hearing that description, then that first off shows me that you're already taking a step towards kind of smashing that fragile ego we were just talking about. But because it's not an easy thing to admit. But I don't want you to beat yourself up about it. Because by realizing this, you're taking the first step towards accepting accountability and responsibility for yourself, for your actions, because there's nothing worse than <laughs> playing the victim card and not even realizing that you're playing that victim card, that inability to see that you are the one causing your own problems here. That is probably the worst situation I think anyone can be in when they're playing that role of the victim so regularly that it's just who they are, they don't even realize it anymore. If you are the person 
playing the victim card and you can honestly admit that you would like to play that card a little bit less in your life. You know what? It's not the worst thing to identify this early because you can control yourself. And these skills of mental toughness and discipline, they can definitely be learned. You can definitely develop these skills. You can learn mental discipline. You can learn how to become more accountable for your actions. You can learn mental toughness through regularly challenging yourself. And why wouldn't you want to do these things? Because your only other option here is to continue on like every other delusional average person out there that thinks life's out there to screw them over, that other people are out there working actively against them or out there to, out there to get them because things aren't going right in their life despite the fact that they're really not putting in the efforts to even come close to achieving the goals that they're trying to achieve. Hey everyone, I'm just hopping on in the middle of today's episode to remind you that if you haven't already, smash that subscribe button. I'm going to be dropping two episodes a week, yeah, two episodes per week around topics such as mental toughness and how to develop mindsets for success. And that is something that you're not going to want to miss moving forward. So get after it, hit that subscribe button. But now, let's get back to today's episode. And this is something that winners understand. They understand the importance that their decisions have in their everyday life. Regardless of how small that decision may seem in the moment, even if it's a decision of whether or not to put in one hour of work at the end of your day versus watching an hour of Netflix, they understand that those decisions matter. And that's what I want to talk about here today, that the decision-making process of winners, it's just different. So maybe we could kind of hammer this home by running through a few quick examples of the questions that arise as we go about building anything new in our life. And this is something that I've seen from working with people, questions and maybe concerns that they have commonly come up whenever they try to strive towards a new goal, something that might be scary for them. And this could be part of your career. It could maybe be as you go about building a new relationship. Maybe you're trying to do something new financially in order to create freedom in that part of your life or really anything else that has the potential to challenge you or push you to a new height or push you to a new limit that you might not have achieved in the past. And so all these questions could cross your mind at any time throughout these types of challenges. And... It could involve questions like, why am I even doing this? Do I have the ability to achieve this goal? Why does it look so much easier for all these other people out there? What's wrong with me? Why is it so hard when I try to do it? Maybe I just don't have what it takes. Maybe it's time to quit and try something else. Now, those questions pretty consistently come up whenever I'm talking with someone that I'm working with as they're trying to achieve a new goal. So I wouldn't be surprised if you've asked yourself some of these questions already in your life as you've gone about trying to achieve whatever goal it is that you're trying to accomplish, even maybe something you're trying to accomplish right now. But in this situation or in these types of situations, when these questions arrive, Winners understand that they really only have two options here. 
And that's why their decision making is different. They don't overcomplicate things with a bunch of hypothetical situations in their mind. They put two options in front of themselves and they choose between these two options that I'm about to talk about right now. And that choice is whether we think it's time to give in, which would involve leaving all your potential, all the impact, all the success, all of the greatness on the table and walking away from it and settling for a life that is probably average, maybe a life of mediocrity that they probably never truly wanted to begin with or it's not their dream, it's not where they saw themselves or the other option where it's time to push back and fight against these doubts that they've been having doing absolutely everything that they can through either continual actions, trying to progress through self-reflection to destroy these doubts that they've continually been having. Essentially what they're trying to do in this situation is they're trying to kill these doubts with their own success, with their own progress by creating physical evidence that those doubts are entirely irrelevant because their actions will bring about growth. Their actions will bring about results. It might not take them exactly where they had hoped, but it still results. It's still a step forward. It's still progress. And this is a choice that winners make. These are the two options that they often give themselves. And you know what? It's a choice that you're going to have to make as well when it comes to a crossroads for you and your goals. Because even though you might see the decision to give up or fight back as a small one on your path to success in any given situation along that journey, ultimately, your choice and your decision in those moments, in those types of moments, these are going to be the decisions and choices that define you, that define how successful you become, that define how much growth you're going to achieve, how much impact you're going to have on the world. These choices will define you. And why I think that this is so important, it's such an important skill to develop, is because as you learn to refine your own decision-making process and your ability to admit your mistakes, accept your flaws, accept accountability, (laughs) and then go about correcting all of these things, a kind of strange thing happens. And it's that you eventually start getting excited about this process when you begin identifying these areas for improvement. You get excited about identifying your errors and mistakes because you identify that shortcomings are now not simply flaws, but areas for improvement, opportunities for for growth. Because these shortcomings, a mistake, a failure, it brings not only the lesson that you have to learn on your path to success, it shows you that you're taking steps forward as you're taking in these lessons, but they bring about opportunities for improvement, opportunities for you to have a greater impact moving forward, opportunities for you to resonate more with people on your path to success, opportunities for you to make more progress than you've ever made before. Winners don't just notice a shortcoming or mistake or failure and say, 
oh, well, you know what? I'm already trying my best, so I'm just going to have to accept that that's the way it is. Or, well, you know what? That's not my fault that that happened. It was someone else's fault. No, they get after the damn issue. They get after fixing it. They get after improvement. And that is the type of mentality that you need to begin embodying if you want to become a winner as well. Mediocre and average cannot be your standard if you want to be successful. So you need to stop trying to outcompete people who are entirely comfortable with being mediocre and average because that's not the path you want to be on. It's not going to take you where you want to go acting that way. If you're just trying to outcompete average people, then you'll end up with slightly better than average. And I don't know about you, but that's not enough for me. Since you are taking the time to listen to this podcast, chances are it's not enough for you either. I'm guessing that you're not okay with being just average either. So get the hell after it. So guys, you know what? Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if I was going to leave you with one take-home message, something that you can engage with, something you can work on, as a result of listening to me today, it would be to begin learning how to engage in that type of self-reflection that is honest, potentially even brutal with yourself, that allows you to get real. It allows you to identify your flaws and shortcomings and identify your strengths as well so that you can begin refining your decision-making process and what it's going to take you to achieve the success that you're desiring and that you deserve. So thank you so much for listening and tuning in to today's episode. If you got any value from this podcast, please take a second to share it with your friends and family because that helps them benefit and it helps the show benefit. And until next time, guys and girls, stay excellent.